attention. Attention all. The meeting of the Beautification and Environmental Advisory Committee has been gaveled into order. I would like to go forth with our first item on the agenda, which is a call to order and our Pledge of Allegiance. So I'll ask everyone to rise and face the flag and let's recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, very good. Let's go down the line here, and starting to my left all the way, we'll give the roll call and the determination of a quorum. What do we got here? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, Jackie, please uh, do that for us. I okay, Mr. revert Parlo? it back to our Present. old ones. Mr. Seb? Five. Five. Present. Okay. Mr. Byer is excused. Mr. Knapp? Here. Ms. Mackler. Here. We have a quorum. Okay, we have a quorum. Great. Thank you, Jackie, for your understanding in this matter. Okay, let's uh, go on uh, down the agenda. I have uh, the next item, approval of the meeting minutes, and that is our last meeting last month, uh, June 24th, the minutes as listed on the agenda that we received uh, I believe it was from Jackie, wasn't it? Yes. Very good. Anyone uh, uh, have any questions, comments, or statements regarding the last month's meeting minutes? Make a motion that it be approved as published. Okay, we have a motion on the floor. Second. By, by Bob, seconded by Glenn. Uh, any questions or comments further on the uh, minutes? Hearing no questions or comments, I ask for a vote. Do I take that or do you? I can take it. Okay. Mr. Parklow? Yes. Mr. Steb? Five. A uh, yes. Mr. Knapp? Yes. Ms. Mackler? Yes. Okay, great. The minutes from last month are approved, and now we can go on. So next item says a staff business meeting item. So, Jordan, what are some of those items? Well, for this week, it's just a update on our, fir earth, our first arts commission meeting yes. um, that you attended, Mr. Seib. So yes. if you would like, I'll let you run with that and give yes. them an overview of what happened. Yeah, I, I, w I would like to talk, mention that a little bit and because we had, you know, we had talked about last month the uh, idea of uh, placing some of you know there were four works that are in the in in the works four artworks that are in a in a state uh, soon to be completed I guess two especially and that's the skater and the sail so uh, we had discussed about placing other artworks around town and other locations so as to uh, get a more diversity of locations for the arts. Uh, these some of these sculptures. So at the meeting, uh, we had uh, Mr. Messersmith, tall fellow, that is the sculptor uh, that is making him, was there, and uh, 
Also, uh, it was some new members of the uh, Arts Commission also were there. But we, uh, I, and another gentleman that was there, which was, for me, a uh, very big factor, was Mr. Gargiulo. Hey, okay. Say I got it right. <laughs> I've been saying it for like a year now. But uh, he uh, is the, uh, the founding member of the Gargiulo Arts Foundation. And they're the group that's kind of putting this up, uh, the, the sculpture works. They're uh, looking for uh, help with the uh, financing, uh, a lot of the items. So I uh, gave our ideas of that. And I thought the Arts Commission members were very responsive and very positive in that manner. But what, what a, it came down to was that Mr. Gargiulo, he felt that what the original idea was, and the ongoing idea, was that the lake around, the area around the lake would be a sculpture garden. And he wanted to make it all the works that we had planned right from the start as we went here, I don't know, it was a year ago, no, I guess it's two years ago, we didn't meet last year, uh, talking about it. So I, my, my point was that, you know, these items, they're expensive and they, they take a lot of time for the artists to put together. Uh, but I got the feeling that the, the group, and I, I can see his point, uh, he is one of the big funders of it, and uh, I guess uh, Mr. Mether-Smith works with him a lot on that, and they wanted to keep it as it was originally in the, uh, as a sculpture garden. Was that your uh, uh, take on it also, Jordan? For the items that, um, for the art sculptures that you've already seen, I think that pretty much sums it up. They were very interested in maybe getting a sports-themed sculpture at Indian Trail Sports Complex. Um, that was the consensus of the group that they really liked that idea. They really want a sculpture up there since, as well, we've um, expanded the fields. There's now additional baseball fields or softball fields, some kind of right, ball fields, fields up there. Um, there's new fields up there now, so there's a, maybe a better space for a sculpture up there now, but they wanted, um, the com uh, committee thought it would be better if that would be a sports-themed sculpture, which is not currently in production. Yeah, I, I, I thought then, mm -hmm. and I, I, I like that idea, that, right. that uh, a, a sports sculpture. Actually, that was idea was brought forth by our former landscape architect, uh, Bill Butler, who is now a member of the Arts Commission. So right. I, 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 I like that idea. Uh, I, I just, you know, I thought of the, the time element. What are we talking about? You know, another two years or or who knows how long. So that was uh, my contention, but the group, uh, I, we didn't take a vote on it or anything, but I, I did feel that the consensus among the group was that we should go with, with what uh, Tom had presented of the sculpture garden idea. Yeah. So right. that's the where we were at with that. Uh, right, and they, they were asked, that, well quickly, they were asked to, um, come up with their own ideas of where they would like to see sculptures around the city. Um, so at our next meeting, we did uh, say we'll meet on an as-needed basis. 
but um, for the next meeting of, of the Arts Commission, whenever that may be, I did ask the um, committee members to come back with some of their own ideas for sculpture locations and maybe sculpture ideas if they want to come up with any. And one of the members is a photographer, so she did bring up that maybe not all of the art and public yeah. places need to be sculptures. Maybe they could be a, a photo installation or a, a projection of, of something on a building. She brought up that idea. Um, so they may not all be the sculptures, but in various um, art forms. Yes, that, that was a very good suggestion. I mm -hmm. thought the mediums would be not just sculpture. And so uh, that, I think, was where we left it. Uh, yep. A very good meeting, and I'm glad to hear that we'll be meeting again. Uh, the Arts Commission has been something that we met rather sporadically. Well, I guess we met very sporadically for a year here right. uh, recently. But in, in that regard, I wanted to mention something. I, it's, it's not to do with the Arts Commission, but it is a really a, something I, I think we should all take a look at if we get the opportunity. The meeting was held on the other side, uh, the city mm -hmm. uh, offices in one of those uh, conference rooms over there. So I'm going out, I'm walking out the door, and there right in front of me is, remember Glenn, Bird in Eagle in Flight. Yeah, there it is. You, were you on that? Okay, yes. you too? Yes. Were you were there when we? That big sculpture. Yes, the big sculpture that was donated. Is that where it is? Yes. It's in the lobby of the, of the Community Development Division. Oh my Development gosh, Division. it's beautiful. It looks perfect right there in that corner. I went like, I did a double take because I thought it was going to be up on the next floor, was what Beth had said. We did something. That's the upstairs has been pretty much, if you, if you saw the sign on the door, it's, it's closed to the public unless you have a, a meeting upstairs. Uh -huh. um, just because of COVID, it's, it's congested up there. So that's, I believe that's why it was placed downstairs and we had room for it. Oh, it's a beautiful place for it. Perfect place. Good. It was very nice to see that. So I, I, that's an, an accomplishment of our group here. It's we been there for, for a good while now. <laughs> so. well, well, we lost a year, so nobody's been around. So that's true. Uh, okay, uh, so I think uh, if there's anything else you have, Jordan, on that? Um, no, the next Arts um, Commission meeting will probably be when Mr. Master Smith's engineer um, finalizes the drawings for the skater. Um, so that'll go back to the Arts Commission for them to look at it. Then it'll go to Parks team to make sure the engineering is okay with Parks team. I'll bring it back to you guys just to let you know that Parks team's approved the engineering and it's going to be ready to be installed. We're still aiming for August for an installation. Okay, well that sounds great. All right, good, good deal. Okay, that uh, then uh, I think uh, unless there's any comments, uh, questions, uh, thoughts by... Uh, the committee? I have a question. Yes, Robin. Do, do, are we supposed to be at this installation in, since it's August? Because. Well, it's voluntary. Right, but I'm just saying our next meeting will probably likely be after the installation, maybe. So mm. You're more than welcome. It'll be a public unveiling. Yes. You're more than welcome yeah. to come. Yes, I guess. I don't think they, by if they come as a, yeah, Irene, if yeah, I, I remember that. I yeah. do remember. If you are going to go, just ask you to let Jackie or I know, and what we'll do is post in the lobby here in the fire station B5 and the community center that the members of the BUT will be present at the um, installation. Unveiling. Unveiling. But 
existing sculpture that's in place right now, the borough. With Bird, uh, there was, uh, we, we did that. And Irene, yourself, myself, and Glenn, we, uh, we sat together for that. And it was very nice. It was a very, very nice unveiling. And our, our former mayor uh, spoke along with uh, the, the foundation, the Arts Foundation members, and uh, the artists, I believe. So it was a good group. Uh, Yes. We just post the notice um, a week or so ahead of time, just in case the public wants to verify what he's talking about. Item before the agenda. Okay. You just let me know if you're planning, or Jackie, if you're planning to make that happen. Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, let's then go on. I guess uh, this is committee discussion and staff issues. And I see that we have up on the, uh, the screen what uh, I had put together of uh, a, uh, uh, just some thoughts of mine on the uh, East Hampton Canal. That's what we had talked about last time. And uh, I, let me just run through this and then anyone that can speak. I know, Glenn, uh, it, it's happening right to you and you brought the item up, so possibly you've got something to speak uh, on this. So why don't we just look at this first and then we'll go, uh, go to you if we have a little discussion of this and we can just integrate it all together. What do you think? Sure. Okay, well this is what I put together in a little PowerPoint. And uh, because we had heard from uh, Jordan last time that, uh, or maybe it was Glenn, that it, the bank the work that's going to be done, and then that the, uh, the uh, city will be sodding in the entire area uh, from the, uh, I guess, the easement area back uh, to the canal, uh, the, the water level of, of sod. So I thought, uh, I, I just thought we could look at some alternatives to the sod. So let's go, the one alternative is to do nothing just to let the canal bank up to an arbitrary point seed in naturally, which it would do over time. So that may or may not be an idea. We'll just run through them all and then we'll go from there. Now this is another uh, uh, native grass that does grow uh, in a wet environment. As you can, it's the grass that's to the right, uh, right by the water, Spartina grass. And, and it is one, yes, thank you, Jordan, very good. So it's, a, it's a wet, dry kind of uh, a vegetation that does grow along uh, banks. Next is a little more dressy, and that's the swamp lily. And this is one that's growing on the bank of a rocky area. But it is still the way that there are different varieties of this that grow on wet sites. And the last one, of course, is like one of... Uh, my favorites, we have it growing in the yard, and you can see it in the medians quite a, uh, on Belterra, it's really pretty, and that is the perennial peanut. It will grow there. And as a matter of fact, we had an issue with a home. Uh, this was with Beth, uh, that is in my neighborhood, Bird of Paradise and Birchwood Drive that had cleared all the way down, and they were asked to put perennial peanut from, a dis from the... No, they were not. They were not. Our urban forester, Carol Minnie, yes. does not approve of perennial peanut, so they were not asked to put perennial peanut back. Okay, 
that well, is not one of the plants that she she approves of is oh. peanut. Okay, so that well, anyway, that was, well, that's, that shows that. That was not one that su she suggested that they plant. Okay, so uh, then with that in mind, uh, why don't we let Glenn uh, uh, give us a little rundown of what's been happening over there, uh, uh, if, if you would, please. I'm going to try to be objective. You know, I spoke to the uh, uh, Carmelo Moore Morales. 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 He, I, I heard via my neighbors that um, he would be on site at some point. So I emailed him in a rather lengthy email as a homeowner, not as a member of this board. Murray, that's and, your right uh, to do. And I questioned the plan to strip 30 feet on each side of the canal and then replant it. Okay. Hold on, stop right there. I, I, this is something that I may have forgotten. What is the city-owned easement? About 30 feet. Oh. 32 feet, maybe. Oh, okay. So f your property stops, my and then from there it's, it's... My property stops, and then, then the bank continues right. to the edge of the water. Right. That's so I understand feet. that the canal was probably dug in the early 70s, 72 maybe. So it's been there for a long time. And essentially, and it's been untouched for that length of time, except maybe once uh, the city leased a machine that got rid of some of the plants that were in the water. I believe that happened once. And I remember on this board, we inquired about it, and the answer was, uh, well, we can't do that because it's too expensive to lease the machine, so we don't do it anymore. Well, they so, do it. So they do it. They do it all the time. They do it to Bel Air Canal. That's where I live. I see them, the thing, turn oh, well, it up, and the scooper coming by. That's all I know about that. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yeah, don't uh, uh, as I understand the plan, is that they are going to strip all the vegetation on the city-owned property down to nothing, down to getting rid of so making the soil bare is what their plan is. So I inquired to him. I said, you know, if you're going to replant it, why don't you just leave some of the vegetation that's there, especially uh, flowering plants, shrubs, plants that will not contribute to the uh, sedimentation of the canal in the future. And the excessive so, growth. So uh, I... I expressed that concern, and in the, in the uh, and before I sent that email, my property was staked to show the end of my property and the beginning of the city's property. And quite honestly, I have I had somewhat of an extensive gardening effort in that area. Okay, I planted. Uh, a large palatka holly, a small palatka holly that has since gotten to be a very adult tree. And it's about 20 feet from the edge of the, of the water. And I have the typical plants you would find in a, in a homeowner's situation. Sago palm, crinum lilies, um, that sort of thing. 
So I inquired to Carmela, uh, why can't, and a very large palm, by the way, that's about this big in diameter, that's at least 20 feet from the edge of the water. So the, um, the, the trunk is trunk that is big? about that wide, yeah, easily. Okay. So it's a very adult pond now. Yes. A pindo pond. Sounds like it. So in my inquiry, I, he, he was very nice. He met me down by the construction site of the, uh, where they put, they're taking trees out. And he drove me up the road in my dilapidated condition here with my uh, brace. And, and he walked my property with me. And uh, he was very nice. His knowledge of plants is somewhat limited. He knows what trees are going to be taken out, and that's all the pines. Uh, on my property, I have only a couple pines, but I have a lot of trees that are uh, native, and they're growing right on the edge of the water, and some have fallen over. So I said, I, I agree that those trees should go. I, that makes a lot of sense to me, because they drop their leaves, and. Uh, they're, a, they're a, a hazard when they do fall, and the, tr uh, the, the boat that comes up and sprays uh, would, you know, that's had a hard time. Sometimes they have to cut some of the pieces that have fallen in. I said, but why do you have to cut 30 feet right down to nothing? He said, well, there's a dredging machine that's going to come up that's 20 feet across. And, and the dredger is going to come up and down the canal, and it needs a place to turn around. So I said, well, my neighbor has these pine trees that you're going to take out, and they're renters, you know, and there's no gardening there except the natural pine trees. I said, well, take those trees out, and you can turn around there, but why would you take out all my beautiful plants? He says, well, well, you know, I, I think we can probably save this one and that one, and I'll try to, I'll try, I'll try to be here when the uh, company comes up with their machine. So I said, well, that would be nice if they could s salvage some of those plants. And I said, after the t my property was staked, a nice pink ribbon was put on my palatka holly. And I said, why is that ribbon there? And he said, I have no idea. I said, you think the surveyor could have put it up? Maybe. That was his thought. So uh, I said, maybe they're trying to save that tree. But I didn't get any positive answer to that question at all. So uh, my thought was, why would you strip all this land and then sod it? While the land is stripped, it's going to contribute sediment. And, this, and I said, who's going to take care of the sod? And there was no answer for that. So I said to him, well, after it's sodded, what would happen if I decided to re-landscape it? He says, oh, do what you want. Nobody will bother you. And I thought that was a, a, a difficult answer because 
why take out what I'm, I might want to put back in the first place? So um, we left on very amicable terms. He was a very nice man. He, he's, a, he's an administrator that's dealing with the city and the company that's doing this work. So uh, in the meantime, I went down to look at what was done in this they have a lot, an uh, empty lot that they got permission to cut the trees down. So they have access when they cut trees upstream. They have to take the tree downstream into this lot where they're processed and trucked out of the area. So I looked downstream from this spot and I will politely say it looks like they're digging the Suez Canal. Maybe 20 feet from the edge of the water is stripped. And it's stripped to the point where there's like a three foot trench that was three foot deep trench. And then there's the person's yard. So the person's yard used to slope down gently now it's about, I'm going to say, maybe 20 feet, maybe a little bit more, I don't know. 20 feet and then three-foot drop where they, the machine went up and scooped out all this soil. So I, I said to Car Carmelo, I said, you know, that's a pretty big drop. And are you going to fill it in? And he said, yes, we're going to re-sculpt it. I said, what? that's, that's going to look a lot of dirt you're going to have to bring in to fill that triangle. Now picture a right triangle. Three feet deep here and 20 feet to the edge of the water. So you're going to fill that and sod it? He said, yeah, we'll, have, we'll fill it with some soil, maybe some muck. And I said, okay. You know, I'm just trying to gather information here. And uh, so he said, we're going to do about three lots a day. Uh, your house will maybe in about five or six working days will be at your property. So I've been a digging fool in my yard trying to plan for this machine to come up and I don't know how much he's going to take. He might take all 30 feet. I don't know. It's hard. Especially with my injury and my leg and the heat of the day to move my stuff out of the way and I know that I I might have to move it and some things I might not have to I just don't know the answer so if you would like some bromeliads I have about 40 or more <laughs> bromeliads that can be dug up and two big crinum lilies and a, and a dwarf crepe myrtle and it, you know the list goes on so I've just given up and I say okay I'm just going to wait for you to plow it under and deal with life as it is I have a couple of pictures but I can't uh, project them for everybody because they're on my phone well, but I'd be happy to pass the phone around and you know about this as I, well I, as I do I know so Robin you experienced that the I same manner right 
process. Now, I, I'm just a, a, a little, you know, you, you're familiar with the Bel Air Canal. It's, it's pretty wide I am canal. now. I was not, but yes. I, I, I don't see how they could, uh, th this must be a smaller canal, is that correct? It's about, they can't, they it's can't about dredge 25, out the Bel Air least, Canal like that. At least that. 25 feet across, if not more. And the other side of my, from my area, is the golf course. And between the golf course and the canal is a wetland. So they are going to do my side first. They call it the east side. So they can then work on the golf course side, take trees down. And I don't know how they're going to mitigate the, the wetlands. But my thought is, you know, this is a tremendous environmental issue that has bypassed our group. We have no say in it whatsoever. And we're, I hate to say this, but we're fooling around with how we should irrigate near the turtle and where we're going to put the little art thing. And meanwhile, all this land is being scraped away with, its nat with some natural and some unnatural vegetation only to be planted with sod. My gosh. I, I don't just I just don't think it's necessary to cut take all that away. Some, of course. I get it. The, the canal has to be deepened. Yes. Even though in the last seventeen years that I've lived there I've never had a situation, even though one one week we had twenty inches of rain. And the canal went up substantially, but nowhere near my property. My gosh, you know? Well, I, I, I don't know. I guess uh, we have uh, the, the, this all been approved and it's in the works. The money's been uh, and allocated why, and the contract's been, uh, been signed. Forgive me for interrupting, but when you, you can talk about what kind of plants you want to put in on the banks. Do you have any authority to make that suggestion? I don't think we have a say in it at all. I think this is an engineering decision that's been made, cut, paid for. Well, I... So in the future, I would recommend that Stormwater or other similar groups in Palm Coast have to go through our committee. Well, it would be nice if we were consulted at least prior to totally anything uh, totally anything happening uh, uh, at I think that I think that's a, a good suggestion uh, is there some reason why uh, they don't bring these items up to a citizen advisory committee that is a I mean this is one of the things we're involved in it's a uh, capital improvement project that was approved by council if the city council yes and he said we, we We've done all the permits. Yep. Yes. So okay. of course they have. I get it. I someone, understand. Yeah. If someone wanted to make a comment about it, it would have had to have been at a, yeah. a public meeting or a city right. council, I would assume, to speak. Now, is there any that. involvement with, like, say, the St. John's River Water Management District in this? That they would have to if give prior approval? Do you know of that, Jordan? I, I, it, it's if there's wetland question. impacts, and I believe they did have to get for dredging purposes, I believe they did have to get a St. John's permit. Excuse me. Um, for for this project, I will say Carmelo did speak with the contractor. Mm -hmm. um, he let me know and asked the, and told the contractor to save as much as he possibly could. That they do need to clear as much as they need to clear to get the machine through, so they actually can dredge. But he did talk to them and tell them to save as, as much as they could. Yeah, I, 
said that, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what'll happen. Right, and on the screen I have measured for you, and this is just parcel line, um, so this isn't actually, I can't get through the tree line to see what the actual width of the ditch is. What is canal. the width of this uh, this that you're showing from the two little green? 100, basically 100 feet. So the distance between the two green, that's the canal, and outward is 100 feet. Yes. Like I said, I don't know. I can't tell you how wide hmm. the actual canal is, hmm. but the parcel itself is 100 feet wide. Okay. I see the, the lots right up in the back there. So is that the property line or the That's city the property line? boundaries. That's I mean, is that the property that the... This is the city property. Okay. And then the people's homeowners... Right. That's correct. Is, is and and, and the speaking side. to that, there's there's a woman down the, down the street from me who has a fence up on her property line that was determined when the house was built. Okay. And well, the property down. line was no marked, problem. and she put the fence up. She was informed that the fence is three feet too close to the water, and they're going to take their three feet. And when she said I had the land, certain the land was surveyed. I have the house. They said, "Well, that's an old, that's an old survey." So, uh, Jordan, <laughs> you know, where is the the wetland that we're talking about? I'm not sure. Okay, it's just the. Uh, Carmelo did tell me that they do have to avoid that wetland. So the one that you got the pointer on? No, no, no. I don't know where oh, it is. Oh, That's okay. just where my cursor was. Okay. I apologize. Um, right. There is a wetland somewhere along the canal that they are avoiding. Um, avoiding. Taking the machines. Good. So they, they are avoiding. Is that, um, is that Eastwood that, that on the blue line? Um, the blue line is just the city parcel. I don't, I don't know where Eastwood is. Hold on. Street. Does that help? This is Eastwood That's your street, Drive. Glenn? Yeah, I'm at the uh, opposite of, um, I'm between Eastmore, I'm at the end of Eastgate. So right, basically right where I was. Drive. Right, yes. right around here. Yes, there you are. Right. Me. So. Okay. And you can see the wet line, the wetland where her arrow is now. Aha, uh -huh, yes, and yes, yes. That's the wetland. Ah, and yes, right it to is. to the left of that is the third fairway. Okay. So I don't know where the third fairway ends and the wetland begins. You know, you can see the picture. Oh, that looks like the fairway. And then behind it, that all in that tree area must be the wetland. Could be. Correct? There's a lot of, well, I'd say there's, there's a lot of trees there. Yeah. yeah. Big trees that have been there, there since hmm. the canal was put in. Anyway. Well, are these these ideas, who, who who would be, how would this start? Where would this come from? Somebody brings it up to go to the, through the, the city official business and then to the council. Right. Where does it, is it the engineering department? They go out and look or is there a, a problem that they somehow assess is with the drainage in that area? Uh, and then they well we gotta we gotta do something here and so this is the idea they present it and then it immediately goes uh, maybe some steps internally and the city council gets it. So from my understanding, the E section and maybe not where you are, Mr. Partlow, but various parts of the E section have had drainage problems for a significant amount of time, 
and when the stormwater engineering department did a citywide modeling, stormwater modeling um, program with the help of DRMP out of, which is an engineering firm out of Orlando. Um, so they have a citywide stormwater model and DRMP um, did some studies to figure out where they could dredge or fix culverts to help improve the drainage in large parts of the city. So it was determined by the stormwater model that by dredging this canal, it would significantly help whatever parts of the east section are having drainage problems. So it, it was done by a massive stormwater mm -hmm. um, modeling effort um, by DRMP, and this isn't the only area they've assessed um, for improvements. There's this canal, this dredging of this canal, the box culvert up, um, up size under Colbert Lane um, is another project that they're gonna be doing. Um, and that's all part of the, the results from the stormwater modeling for the entire city. So it's, a, it's one part of a huge I modeling know. effort. Yes, I hear that. So uh, is that the next project then uh, that we have to look forward to after the completion of I'm this? I'm not sure if that's right after this. I don't know where it is on their schedule or what, what's going to be done this year versus next year. Um, that would be a a Carmelo or a, or a stormwater engineering That could um, be a question, question. To, to Mr. Morales. Probably. Uh, if you, there you, is a document that could be reviewed to see if there is a listing or a rating uh, of the, projects? It would be the capital improvement project list. I believe it's in the budget, Irene. It might be on that map that I sent you, um, but I don't know if that includes future projects. Capital improvement. The, at the last, after the last meeting, I sent you all an email with yes. a few links. Right. Yes, that yeah, map did. on there. Yes, if you it click was the stormwater map. ones, yes, it'll yes. show you all the stormwater projects. Yes, I'm not sure if that includes future projects or not. Right. Um, any future projects that are in this fiscal year would have already been approved um, through the budget. So you can go look at the city capital improvement budget mm -hmm. and all the approved projects that are already. Um, budgeted would be in there. But as far as future projects go, those would be in the next year's budget, which I believe is going through workshops now. Mm, yes. Okay. Well, well, what do we... I, ju I just think that in the future, capital projects that involve so many environmental issues have to be presented to us. I know we have no authority to smile oh. so, uh, but it would be at least we could make some kind of uh, recommendation some kind of yeah some Great. recommendation about what to do like if they take all this all this vegetation out what do they replace it with do they put in their budget the hay or grass and say okay that's it or do they allow for somebody like our group to make a recommendation of what to put in its place. Mm -hmm. you know? From an environmental standpoint on these projects, are, are uh, who come, is this just the engineering? They, do they uh, hire a firm to give them an environmental assessment or do they make an internal environmental assessment? Are you involved? The, it depends on the size of the project. If it's a massive project, I personally, as being one person, cannot go 
and do a huge assessment. Yes, I, I don't true, have time. true, right. Um, so if it's if it's an instance of that, then yes, they will hire a firm to do the listed species study, do the wetland impact analysis, and then I review it. Um, but it just depends on the size of the project, or if it's something small, then I can go out there and look at it myself. Well, this is a big, big project. Yes. Real big. So this had been and I don't know if you attended that meeting when they had the public meeting I here that night. I did. It was terrible. I've told that before at this at this kind of a meeting. Uh, anyway, um, so that's all I have to say, and I'm uh, I'm open for anybody to come and dig bromeliads. <laughs> I moved about <laughs> twenty pieces of pumice and coquina out of wow. the way that I've carried over the years. When do you got the brace on? Yes. And I will, and I'll be <laughs> quite honest, I had this nice group of rocks with with uh, <coughs> a driftwood and bromeliads and caladiums. And uh, I started to move the rocks and I said to myself, Glenn, you actually brought these down and put them in over the years, where was your head? Some of them I have to just leave. They're too big to move. Time has gone by. It has, and I'm older. <laughs> but uh, if you want some rocks, I've, I've got a few. Well, thank you for that, Glenn, and and, uh, and also thank you for the, uh, the the comments and your thoughts on this. It it, it does seem to be that uh, we could at least get a review of what is going on from an environmental standpoint. It would be, uh, a, it would have been a good to have that. As far as the city that, is Bob, concerned. I, I think we're at the point where the horse is already out of the barn and... Uh, the horses, the herd of whatever is yeah, left. Unfortunately, well, on this I, one. I agree with Glenn. Uh, I think maybe I should take my wife and go on a four-day hotel somewhere and come back when it's done. So you're not watching it. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Now, did you have the same type of thing done behind your home, uh, I, Robin? I did, but... You had talked about this before. I did. It's, uh, basically, it's a drainage ditch, but it's it has to be cleaned out because at the far end, there's a huge lake, and it comes that way, and I understand the cleaning out of it. But okay, now give us a little geographical... Where, where do you... Where I'm do you, off of Bud Hollow, which is off of Delta. Yes. Okay. And there's a lake up there? There is a lake at the turn at the end, of, like a horseshoe. Bud Hollow is like a horseshoe. Oh, oh, oh okay. There's a lake up there. But my concern was when they did the dredging, on the opposite side, they dredged so close to the vegetation that I can see the tree roots of the pine trees and everything. And I'm just waiting for them all to go. And when they dig the Suez Canal, there's roots coming out from <laughs> some of the trees that they didn't take. <laughs> I was going to say the Erie Canal, but I didn't think many people would remember the Erie Canal. But the Suez Canal is... Suez Route 56, and then it was... Yeah, uh, but on my side, yeah. they, they put all of that on my side. They just dumped all of that. I mean, there's trees that hang over the water now logs and he they told me oh we're gonna fix it up really nice and it was during the beginning of COVID and I just let it slide and what has been done nothing 
Well, that's what I'm afraid of yeah. now. You I know, know I, you are. I, I appreciate know. this guy's nice okay. words, and I'll try to say this and that. But if, if I well. can be there when the machine comes up, but... You're going to a hotel. Well, there has to be some type of uh, the, the, the contract that it must for those that, my that was the done ditch with is different than the canal. Right, exactly. But my the, the, what they tell me was we're just told to do this. We told to do told it. Told to do it. So As I'm standing out there with like almost tears going down my face. Well, of course. Yeah. And these two, this machine, the tires are bigger oh, than I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean, the, you could hear the, the, you could feel the ground going. <laughs> you could feel it going. Oh, they're coming! They're coming! Yeah. Ooh, don't even say that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I think it would be a good idea if things like this were brought through us, like, and just to be aware. I think that's a good idea too. Uh, what do what do we all think here about in the future? Well, I'm totally agree. Well, maybe we should uh, make a motion or pass a, a, a resolution uh, that we would like to be consulted, uh, or maybe we could maybe we could ask Jordan to find out some information for us on that as to where things do go and what's the procedure involved, or uh, how does it go about getting set up to be done when the bid goes out to the contractor prior to that internal stuff what happens how's it go where does it what what's asked to be done well it plans are given to staff for internal review I don't the bidding process is up to the project manager um, so that would be whoever's in charge of that individual process well the rest of staff is not involved with the bidding process all we do is review the project and once we've reviewed the project for compliance then it goes to the project manager and it is bid out to um, We have to be in this review process. Well, I, I think uh, I think we all feel that way. Uh, it would be nice to be at least uh, uh, shown what what the plan is and be able to comment on it. What uh, what about that? I I don't. That is above me. I don't know if I can require plans to come through you guys. I, I don't know if I can do that. But it's um, I know I review the plans. So I mean, I am basically, I am the environmental reviewer. Right. So I review all projects. Um, next time I see one come through, I can inform you guys of it. But as far as requiring them to come through you to get approval, I don't think I can do that, but I can ask. Why don't we, why don't we go from there then? Why don't we leave it at that, that if we could ask you to look into that and see what's going on, if we can be consulted. Is anybody, uh, Irene, are you, uh, what's your thoughts on that, on us? Some of these projects don't go through the planning board, so it's a recommendation mm 
communication from us to the city about making it a requirement that when the only words that come to mind when a substantial environmental issue is undertaken by public works or stormwater uh, that the project Before the board, yeah, yeah, for comment, we have not not approval because we have no uh, we have no authority at all. Right, a city and an issue, a substantial environmental issue that will be occurring within the city that we could at least be uh, consulted uh, or introduced, uh, discuss the uh, this the item. We be Prior to any that we be approvals. with the plan, so we can make uh, an input. environmental comment. You have some input. Yes, that sounds pretty good. I like that. Uh, can we go forward with that? Uh, why don't we? Like I said, I can. I can check. I mean, I do review all the projects. So they are reviewed for environmental compliance, um, but I can check and see if they can. It, are you talking just capital improvement projects? Because that's the only one we have control over. Public works do capital yes. projects, and stormwater is separate from public works. Yes. Well, those are two. Is there anyone else I should mention in that group? You can mention whoever you like. I don't know. I don't know who else. Is. <laughs> Very democratic. I just see a. <laughs> I just see that there's a group called Stormwater, and they're going to do this project, and we get out of the way. Here we come. I get that. Right. Same with Public Works. We're going to put up uh, 20 palm trees and the median. That's that's somewhat substantial. Could they just comment on that to us for input? Maybe the. I mean, if it if it's that. Putting up palm trees is not really a capital improvement project. That's just planting trees. That doesn't go through anybody. They just plant trees. Well, now, now in, in that regard, though, be, if you remember with Bill, he would bring up a lot of those issues. We would see how they're going to do he's the media. He's a landscape architect, so that is why he would bring it to you because he's helping public works by yeah. being the landscape architect. I am not the landscape architect, so I'm. I don't have anything What's to going do on with those. With the landscape architect? We do not currently have one. It, is it a plan to have one? There is an open position for one. Advertised and all? Yes. Okay. Extensively. That's, that's what I need to know. So that's why Bill was able to bring you those projects, because he was aware of them. Yes. And was helping Public Works planning those. Um, so in the meantime, Public Works is doing their own planning. I'm, I don't know. Well, if they're going to put up palm trees, they must be making a plan. Right. right. I would assume so. And as I spoke to Bill, Bill said, why would they put palm trees when where the swale is down instead of up? It's going to be wet and they'll die. So, but they just put them up. I said, okay, I understand. But um, maybe that idea could float by us so we can make a comment. You know? It would be nice. Not that I understand much about palm trees and wetness of their roots, but at least the 
we got an idea, maybe if we have a little expertise and we don't even know it. Well, uh, I think that's a good point, and, and I like think your the whole ideas here, Glenn, are well taken. Uh, uh, we yeah, like with the perennial peanut was a great idea, but I had no perhaps idea. it's it's invasive and not proper. Not not so much invasive, just um, Miss Minnie is not in favor of it. I couldn't tell you specifically why she told me at one point. I can't remember and don't want to okay. right. All right. speculate. Okay. But still, that would be a, something that yeah. they could run by us. And you could say, oh, no, it's not a good idea because of the cost or whatever. I don't right. know. I'm so just is there anything else going on that we're going to be surprised about that we don't know, like environmentally? Like when we're talking about dredging and not knowing. Well, they have the uh, Eisenhower Canal they're going to do, right? What's the Eisenhower Canal? I don't know what their names are, unfortunately. Two canals that was presented at that, that meeting, the Eisenhower and the East Hampton. Okay. So they're working on the East Hampton. I have not heard of anything, any work done on the Eisenhower Canal. Okay. Um, there Eisenhower have to be separate canal. plans that come through for the Eisenhower. The only one that's been approved is the East Hampton. Okay. So that one has not... They're probably going to finish East Hampton and then do Eisenhower. So that one has not been has come not come through at all yet. Okay. Well, so maybe we can then get some information on that uh, be prior to anything being set in stone uh, as an environmental of the Eisenhower Canal. This is just what we're talking about, uh, being us getting an input or at least a look at it or uh, a comment uh, availability on what is happening as an environmental issue on this Eisenhower Canal. Like if said, if it hasn't been already signed, sealed, and delivered, uh, contract is selected, contract signed, and the 30-foot with the 3-foot uh, ditch side drop-off uh, put into place. I can only make you aware of what I'm aware of. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay well, that, that's... Next. Glenn, thank you for that. That's very good. I think uh, it's, it's a great idea. Uh, so does anyone else uh, have any uh, ideas or uh, suggestions uh, that we could deal with? Uh, I, I have an, uh, something I've been thinking about. You know, uh, uh, in a beautification item, you know, there's a big deal going on with the city right now with changing an ordinance that's been in place right from the very beginning of the city having to do with vehicles uh, 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 advertising or uh, uh, construction, I guess, uh, uh, vehicles with a, uh, a painting and uh, advertising on the sides being allowed to be parked in the driveways. Yeah. It's been a big item. It's a huge item. Uh, on many things, the city had uh, uh, a survey on its uh, website to uh, for citizens to weigh in on it, and uh, it's kind of a beautification issue because uh, it's something that uh, it you know some may think you know it's not or but I look at it as a beautification or not issue, and so. Uh, I was wondering about something like that, if we should think about that a little bit and maybe uh, uh, formulate an opinion uh, as a committee uh, 
on an item like that. One of the things that I can speak on is that this ordinance that's in question has been in place prior to the incorporation of Palm Coast as a city. The history of Palm Coast is this, incorporated in 1999. Prior to that, it was just part of Flagler County. Flagler County had designated Palm Coast as what they call a service district. It received special city services as opposed to way out in the, in the woods, uh, rural, the more rural area, because Palm Coast was uh, a, a, a distinct location being developed by ITT that would be a city, and so it was declared a service district within Flagler County. At that time, they had what was called a Palm Coast Service District Advisory Council. Maybe not quite the same as our advisory committee, this council did have some say in presenting ideas to the county. It was still a council that would present the idea and the county commissioners could vote yay or nay. These ordinances were brought forth at that time the ordinance on the RVs, the ordinance on the trailers, the ordinance on the boats parked in driveways were all brought forth, and the ordinance on the advertised uh, commercial vehicles uh, with advertising on were all brought forth at the same time in ordinances. When Palm Coast became a city, the city council, the first city council, brought those ordinances as, forth as city ordinances, but they were first brought as county ordinances. The reason I say that is, I was a member of the Palm Coast Service District Advisory Council, so I, and we worked on those ordinances. And my concern was, having lived in places where there were no ordinances that had kind of, in Florida here, I lived down in, in, in South Miami, and it had no, ordinance of this type, the neighborhoods were just packed up with things and there was a clutter as you go through the neighborhoods. And that's why I was in favor of that, uh, those ordinances at this time. So as I see this going forth now, I, I get in my mind, you know, I'm talking to some of the young guys like at the gym and they say to me, well, now Palm Coast is not a retirement community anymore. But from what I read, uh, we're not a retirement community, but Palm Coast retirees make up a lot of Palm Coast total population. Uh, it may be 60-40 now where the retirees are in the 40%, but it's, it's still a big chunk of folks. And then if we take the folks out of that remaining 60% of young families and working folks, there may be like 20% of that 60%, one-fifth, that drive a, 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 a commercial vehicle, that want to park a commercial vehicle somewhere other than where it's being parked now. I, when I was living in, in South Florida, in Miami, I, at, when I finished my position with Everglades Park, it's a circular way of going about things, I went to work for the telephone company. And the telephone company had a lot of vehicles. They had a lot of telephone trucks. Southern Bell at that time, no AT&T. It was before the, everything went uh, differently than today. 
And we had a yard we went to, and we drove to, to do our job. We drove to the yard, we had our own parking area. Inside the yard were the uh, commercial vehicles. We got in our truck and we went to our job. I don't know what the, the uh, current method is for many of these folks that have the commercial vehicles, but this is something that's going on right now. And, and I don't know if we want to get involved in that or want to think about it and talk about it again next month, What we, if we want to do that, or if we can do that. Is there any uh, restriction to us doing that as a advisory committee? Do you know when it's Jordan. going to council Irene. meeting? Early in August, the first uh, August meeting of the month, I Irene? the first or the second. I okay. Think that's what's on the calendar. But um, so is there either the third, tenth, seventeenth, something like third, that? Yeah. Probably? So it's it's early in the month. It's like the first. Those it would be are the dates: the third, yes. tenth, and seventeenth. Where these are falling in those dates, I don't think it's going to workshop business. I think right now going to determine that particular ordinance is who the mayor is elected because if one person is elected that ordinance will be totally destroyed yes and that's what another was, that person, was is what was reported on I, I yeah I, I read and, and, and I like you you know that's what I hear yes and, and if another one is is elected then maybe it might be around. So until the mayor is elected, uh, I think it's a new okay, point. Okay, the mayor is elected point. next Tuesday, yeah. so there will be a, a new mayor at that August. meetings in August. Right. So yes. So. At this point, I think it's too late for the committee as a whole to do something. But if you right. as individual citizens wanted to. Yes, come and speak. Uh, we have our uh, three but minutes as, as, as a citizen. But on behalf of the committee, I believe yeah. it's probably too late okay. at this point. Well, it was something I, that I had been thinking about, and I, I, I just thought it is a, a, I think it is a beautification issue. I, 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 I look around and I see a lot of cars parked in driveways. People have two, three, four cars. I have a neighbor around the corner, they have four cars in the driveway and one car on the front lawn uh, parked at, in, the, in the evening. I'm not going to be calling the police up all the time to, in, to do that. So uh, it is an item, though, and I, and I think uh, I just remember my uh, living in South Florida where there were uh, that this situation, they didn't have these types of Regulations, and I think it's something that uh, perhaps uh, any of since we aren't going to be able to take any action. If anybody wants to go, I, I may make an appearance at the the city council meeting that will be have that on the agenda. Just as as a person, as me, yes.
right, right. I remember the, the discussion about the trash bins. Yes. Okay. So I think as an action item, we can find out when it is going and let you know. So okay. If it's it coming up before our next month's meeting, maybe we could, you could give us a heads up on that uh, perhaps. Or we could just maybe check the agendas ourselves to see if it's... Uh, we can uh, we can always email you um, when we find out when it is scheduled, um, if it is prior to next month's BEAC meeting. That'd be good. I, I, I thank you. I, I'd like that. What do you think, uh, folks? Uh, whatever we would think on the on the item. Okay. Well, anyone else have anything else for other items? Other items are actually for me. Oh. Sorry about that. That's okay. Yes. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's supposed to be other staff items. or It's okay. Anyway, at the last meeting, um, we did talk about um, green building incentives. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you for bringing that to, up. Yes, I sent you guys the information to our green building incentive program. Um, I did want to bring up, and I will send you this link. These are all the chapters of the Florida Building Code. Mm -hmm. And I will draw your attention to this one, which is energy conservation. So they have a whole section of the Florida Building Code, both residential and commercial, dedicated to energy conservation. And make sure you're looking at the seventh edition. That is the most recent. Like I said, I'll send you this link after the meeting. But I just wanted you to make you aware of that chapter of the Building Code. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you very much for that. I, please send us that link. Yep. And yes, uh, I actually, I had done some looking up on that item too. I it completely, I thinking about this other, but uh, I, I think one of the items we, we really should look at and, and talk about is the resiliency uh, for in the design of uh, any of these buildings with the uh, current environment that we live in of a changing climate and possibly a uh, a need for some stronger resiliency in design of many of our new buildings going in. And that sort of is, is part of the uh, uh, green uh, incentive programs is to build in a, a resiliency. But also another item that I was thinking about was uh, if we could perhaps have a, a, a builder come in and speak with us, uh, somebody who has got putting out contracts for uh, maybe for the hospital, something of that nature, speak to the committee, and we can ask about uh, what you know, what what's the what are what are these builders' thoughts on uh, the green incentives, the green program, some of the items that were uh, the energy efficiency and uh, uh, in, in the materials that are selected for the construction, uh, the water savings, uh, that type of thing uh, in, in the buildings. These are all kind of green uh, uh, items. And, and what's, what's the, the, a builder's thought what is a contractor's thoughts on those items? Are you talking about our green building incentive program or just in general? Well, I, I would say about our program, but also uh, a green technology uh, in general. You know, uh, what's, what's up with that? With it, As far as I know, there's 
one consistent contractor that takes advantage of our green building incentive program. I don't know what their name is off the top of my head. Um, I can find that out and yes. issue them an invitation to come. Um, if anybody, so we, uh, what do we think about that, folks? Mm -hmm. Robin? I, l I would like that too. I, yeah, to I, can, can I can figure out who it is and invite them. I can't guarantee that. Green houses on our block. Okay, well that'd be great. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do that then. If we, if you would, I, our committee is pretty much we'd like to see that for for <laughs> next time. Uh, just add that to your list uh, for this uh, next time. We always have a list of things. But that, that's all that I uh, I have. Uh, uh, Anybody else? Uh, anything else? That's all for me. It's not ready yet. Oh, um, the floodplain ordinance, just to let you know, um, it is being pushed back. We got uh, a lot more comments back from the state than we were anticipating. Um, so it is being pushed back. It will go to the August planning board when it's ready. Um, based on the state's comments, I'll send it back to you again. Uh, but it will be instead of going, it was supposed to go last night, didn't, um, so it'll go to the August planning board and then September's various city council workshops and uh, business meetings. So when it's revised per the state's comments, I'll send it back to you. Okay, that would be great. Okay, so uh, we, uh, everyone's uh, good, good here with what we've discussed so sure. far? Maybe not N good, uh, but... Uh, Anybody wants to see pictures? I have them on my phone. Okay. What? I was just going to say, Mr. Hartwell. Yes. If you want to email them to the Jack Mirai afterwards, yes. we'll add them to the supporting documents. But you can sh look at the phone. Can you email them, Mr. Hartwell? Um, just I'm just thinking about my capability of <laughs> pictures. Okay. I, email, I send pictures to everybody. Various topics, so uh, <laughs> I I could do that if I had your email. I I could. Uh, I can send you a file share. How about that? You know why I'm laughing, right? What a file yeah. share is. You tried to do that with oh, pictures. Oh gosh, Irene was right. so patient with me. And I'm not you have to be patient with all of us. <laughs> you're you're going over file. my head on that uh, file share too. Like file share? What? what yeah, I, 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 I was just happy. Bob, are you are you aware of file share in the committee? Uh, <laughs> okay, well then the committee is unanimous. Yeah, we're unanimous. Only uh, <laughs> computer illiterate. Yep. Um, I can hit. I can type in some things. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Click on the little mouse. I'm just about emailing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that email is passe, I understand. Yeah, that's what they well, say. Okay, anyway, on that note, I think we should... Uh, motion maybe to adjourn. Second. Motion by adjourn, seconded by Bob. Let's, uh, everyone in favor? Take it easy. Aye. Oh. Easy. Aye, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? This meeting is... That's not, that's not even